Welcome to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, board-certified women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, welcome back to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley. Today, I wanted to share a little bit of kind of what I've been reflecting on myself and some stuff I've been doing over the last couple weeks, just in preparation for, you know, we're moving into the new year. And I often find myself either making really dumb new year's resolutions or feeling frustrated by what other people decide to, you know, make their, their resolution for the new year or whatnot. Kind of a funny side note, my very first business, I named resolution chiropractic because you can make a commitment to changing your health any day of the year. So cheesy, so ridiculous, but you know, there's, there's kind of like multiple layers with this. Part of this is coming from, I, um, I've shared on the show, I recently recommitted to finishing my PhD in integrative and natural medicine. And so I've been doing classes and actually working through that again. And so over this past weekend, I finished my hypnotherapy and neurolinguistic programming um, certifications, which were really interesting and kind of inspired me to do a lot of introspection because there's a lot when we talk about, you know, communicating with the subconscious part of our brain and how that really impacts and makes a huge difference in whether or not we really make behavior change or, or see things come to fruition in our lives. And there's, it goes so much deeper than, you know, focusing on what you want will, will provide like the, the whole, the secret, the law of attraction stuff, I feel like doesn't quite hit the nail on the head with like how, how deep you have to go in terms of understanding that and really coming at life and yourself from a, a place where you can affect actual change. So there's a point to this. So, you know, inside of that, I was thinking back and reflecting on, cause one of the things we talked about is, you know, the process of visualization and a lot of professional athletes use this like Olympic athletes, a lot of people in business use this. And I was trying to think back to like the last time when I can recall where I, I truly actually used visual, visualization. And it, for me, it was actually a sporting um, related to sports as well. I played soccer in high school, pretty high level. I did the Olympic development program and all that stuff. But my junior year, we actually went to the state finals. We lost, but that's okay. <laughs> we went to the state finals, but the game before that, this game was written up as like the game of the year. It was three hours long. If you know anything about soccer, they're not supposed to be that long. They're 90 minutes. So it was double in length, maybe even more. We were playing a ski school in the mountains and they didn't have a lighted field. And so this game started earlier because it was supposed to, you know, we were supposed to be done before it got dark and we were still going. So we went through two normal halves of soccer, which are each 45 minutes. We went um, through just regular overtime, which is a 15 minute half. Then we went through two rounds of seven on seven sudden death, meaning if someone scored, like the game was just done and whoever scored won. And then we went through five rounds of penalty kicks. And for whatever reason, this particular year, it was my junior year in high school, I our coaches had had us really focus in on and kind of practice taking penalty kicks. And it ended up being a good thing because we ended up in five rounds of PKs. 
And this is the last time that I really truly remember visualizing something. I just decided that season that I was going to become a master at taking penalty kicks. And so I would practice not just physically, you know, at the field when we would do it at the end of practices, but I would, you know, go over it in my head at home. So when I was selected as one of our kickers for, you know, this round of penalty kicks to see who would win this game, like five hours later, three, I think, I was so prepared for it. And so, you know, I was able to just completely clear my mind by that point in the game, like people had pulled up above us, the field and turned on their headlights so we could see and multiple towns and other teams had shown up because, you know, everyone was done with their games and there's nothing else going on in central Vermont. So everyone's like, come to this game. It's still going on. And, you know, so there's chaos and there's screaming and there's pressure, like so much pressure, because if you miss, like that could be the end of the game for you. Right. And I was able to just put all that aside and step into everything I'd rehearsed. And it was literally, you know, where I placed my ball, how many steps I backed up, how I angled my body so that the goalie was either confused or or didn't know what I was doing. I literally shot to the same corner of the net every single time. And I made every single one of my goals. And I remember after, after the fifth one, I turned around, like I, I couldn't even really see the net anymore. I just heard the swish and I was like, okay, cool. And I had my head down and I was jogging back to my team. And I just, I was in my head again, like visualizing the next kick and here's what I'm going to do. And it wasn't until the third person hit me and knocked me on the ground that I realized that we'd won and I'd actually scored the winning goal. But I was so just in that zone and it got me thinking, you know, I, I promise this is going to relate to all of us and, and everything, you know, this last year is probably the first year in a long time where I didn't spend time like completing my year and reflecting on the things that, you know, were great and, and what maybe I wanted to do differently and then actually spend some time creating the following year. So 2021 and like the end of 2020 is the first time I didn't do that. Could have been the pandemic, could have been a whole lot of things, could have been like, you know, I was in a reactionary state of life instead of in a place where I felt like I really had a lot to create. And so I was thinking about that and, you know, and spent some time doing that. And that that's the first thing I wanted to share that I just want to encourage everybody to take the time to do <laughs> as we, you know, complete this year and we're moving into the holidays and it's the end of the year. And so I took the time as part of this, cl- the classes that I was doing over the weekend and just spent some time journaling. And I wrote down, you know, everything I was really like my big accomplishments and the things I was really proud of. This is something that can be hard for me. And I know for high performers, it can be as well. Cause we are just like, we go to the next thing and go to the next thing. And we don't really pause to reflect on like what we've achieved. Um, and so that, that was one thing that was really, you know, significant and important. Cause I wrote down this list. So I'm like, Oh, you know, I did a whole bunch of stuff, but there were two things with this one because I hadn't really set a vision for myself for this year. It was like, Oh, well, I did all this stuff and it was kind of surprising. And you know, it's, all things that are moving me in a direction, but I didn't have a lot of f- focused momentum, if that makes sense. And, you know, this is where like we can see change happen. And sometimes it's like fly by the seat of our pants and we're like, oh, cool, that worked out. But when we can come at it with some intentionality and like some clarity around what it is we're really creating and what we're, we're doing, whether it's with our health or relationships or our finances or our career, like no matter where you want to apply this in your life, it really makes a bigger impact, <laughs> I would say, and, and can push you in a, a better way to have like a really clear picture of where you're going. 
And so I spent the time doing that and, you know, wrote down, I've got some big goals for myself this coming year. So I, I completed, I, and I got this from a business training and I, I don't have all the questions anymore, but, you know, just ask yourself how I go about this is like, ask myself some questions and they're pretty simple. It's like, what did I achieve this year? What did I accomplish? And be really honest and write down the list, even if they seem like small things, still acknowledge them. And the next question is, you know, is there anything I would have liked to do differently? And you can journal about that and think about that and just kind of let yourself be in that. And then, you know, if anything else you need to think about, just get out there to feel complete about the year that just, you know, is coming to an end. We want to do that. And then from that place of wherever you're at inside of doing that, you step into creating the next year. And what do you want to create for your health, for, you know, your life, for your career, for your finances, for your family, like really just spend some time thinking about that. And this is where the visualization piece comes in, right? So I had all this memory of, you know, this time in my life, visualizing penalty kicks and how I became the master of all that, right? And it just got me to thinking like so many of us set goals or we say we're going to do something because there's a really big difference. And this was the thing that made or break or however you want to say that made or broke, <laughs> you know, all the other girls who took penalty kicks. Cause I think there were five of us. We each team had five kickers and I was the only one who made every single shot. And the difference between me and everybody else was I was visualizing that stuff all season long, like in my head on the field, doing it all the time. Cause I'd committed to becoming a master at taking penalty kicks. Whereas if I'd just been like, Oh cool. I, you know, I'm a pretty good shot and I can kick the ball and I'll just decide what I'm doing as I get to the line. Like that's a recipe for disaster and where you're going to fail. And so many of us approach, you know, whether it's weight loss or getting back into shape or getting our energy back or changing careers or, you know, all these things, we approach it more from that place of like, we'll figure it out as we go. And, you know, oh, that's a nice idea, but I don't totally know how I'm going to get there. But yeah, we'll just start working towards that. And so my challenge for you is what if we were to approach whatever you want, like weight loss is a big thing for, for all of our listeners and the women in my circles, I, I know. So, you know, what if you were to approach weight loss with a commitment to become a man, becoming a master at losing weight. And you know what, that opens up so many more doors. And so you have this bigger picture of the thing, but then it's like, we are able to start to actually see that process. And so you can step into, you know, your visualization and maybe is going to the store and, and buying a pair of jeans and finally fitting into, you know, whatever size is your, your dream, or like you, you feel great when you try on clothes and you look fabulous, like, and you can actually start to see and picture that because when we start to see that as being reality and who we are stepping into, all the things we need to do to get there, whether it's making changes to our diet, for most of you, that's actually eating more, but, you know, making changes to our diet, actually moving consistently, you know, viewing ourselves differently, sleeping better, all this stuff starts to come more naturally. Like just to kind of parallel with the analogy I gave of the penalty kicks, it's like, you know, placing my ball and how many steps back and like all those little pieces that went into the successful delivery of a kick that, you know, scored a goal were all little things that I was able to just backtrack and step up and do. And so my challenge for you, I know it's a little bit different to move this into, you know, a non sports thing, but like I do this with my business and I didn't really have any goals last year, which <laughs> my, you know, explains some stuff from this past year, but like going into this next year, you know, I have a really clear vision and 
a path where I know I want to go and I'm, I, you know, I'm visualizing it and like standing in it each day and, and doing some meditations and some, not really hypnotherapy, but like some relaxation and stuff, just like really processing and thinking about that and, and letting it sink into my subconscious. And cause that the part of us that just runs on autopilot, which is your subconscious actually drives 92% of our brain power and function. Only, only 8% is conscious. And so until we are able to, you know, get something ingrained in our subconscious and undo whatever's running in there, we're going to have a really hard time making big changes. So, you know, we want to just sit in that and let that kind of permeate whatever the goal is, let it permeate and become a real part of, you know, who we are and what, what we're moving towards and create that for ourselves. And I you think you will find, you know, setting goals and, and all the things that you want to do, like I'm going to eat salads and go to the gym seven days a week when we go into the, the new year's, which are, they're just unsustainable, right? It's not like it's not a bad idea. It's just, it's not sustainable. So I think when we can really step into visualizing and in like a longer term and where do we want to be when we look back at the end of 2022, that's what we're going into and, you know, versus where we are right now, if you're really clear on that picture, you will have a lot more success and getting there. So hopefully all this makes sense. Please reach out to me if you have any questions or if not any of this wasn't clear, or if you want to share your own, you know, vision for this next year, I would love to hear. I think I'm actually in our, our group later this week, I'm going to lead kind of a vision creation exercise. So if you're not in the group, um, it's the emergent women free group on, on Facebook. There's a link in the show notes. Definitely jump in there, join us. Love to have you. And I, I show up there and do some stuff live. Um, usually weekly, but jump in there and just really sit in, you know, I love this time of year because there's so much, if you create it and allow yourself to have it and don't get sucked into the chaos that can be the holidays, there's so much space and time for just a lot of reflection and a lot of opportunity to really step into the next version, I'm going to call it the next version of yourself, right? You know, into what, who we want to be and what do we want to become? And, you know, what is the thing that we're going to commit to really mastering and, and becoming an expert in for ourselves in this next year. So with that, we will see you all next week. Thank you for tuning in to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and also leave us a review. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in the Emergent Women Community Group on Facebook for the chance to interact with me live once a week and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become the vibrant, energetic, and on-fire version of yourself we all know is under there. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about. Mm -hmm.